already know Turn the speakers up, man, it's time to stop the show John Tanner, Ryan Rogers, DJ Jeremiah We bringing the heat, man, it's drunk, be fire like Bruh, we in the field, we in the field Bruh, we in the field, we in the field Just put it in work, we raising the bar You tuned in to the track stop Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah was good. Yeah. Um. All right, so Ryan is not here. <laughs> I'm Today's just, show is sponsored by... <laughs> so yeah, uh, so actually, actually, today there is some news. I finally, I got the Patreon built last night. Yep. Patreon is up right now. Yep. So go to patreon.com forward slash track stars universe. Join our Patreon, man. We're trying to get to a thousand patrons this year. If we can get to a thousand patrons this year, we can do this thing full time. We can start doing the show more often during the week. We can start going to events. You can start seeing track stars all over the place. We can start doing the show on the road. We can start doing all kinds of cool stuff. So please join the Patreon. Uh, I want to see a bunch of signups today, the next day, the next day after that. Support us. Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff planned for it. So join it now. Uh, and I'm going to be filling it up all this week so stay tuned dope 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 and what was what what's some stuff they could look forward to on patreon of course around sevens we're going to start putting up there exclusive content we're going to start uh behind the scenes depending on what level you choose i'm actually going to set up i know a lot of y'all missed this remember the days of patreon where we just had the 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 phone on top of the camera and they saw everything yeah. the behind the scenes conversations that we don't want y'all to hear <laughs> all that stuff i'm yeah. gonna set up a pa- uh, patreon um official the official tier is gonna have a camera in here so you can see like so you can actually feel like you're actually in the studio you can hear all the conversations not just the ones we show you when we're playing you know music videos and stuff you'll see everything so it's a really cool experience um you get to hear what the guests really think about stuff um so it's 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 really interesting so go over there again patreon.com forward slash track stars universe and sign up right now all right so you good man how you doing Good, man. Good, good, goody, goody, goody. Yeah, Ryan's with his kids right now, so yeah. we got Jerry sitting close to a mic. We'll see if we'll, <laughs> see if we'll get him to talk. Oh, we forgot about um, uh, what's happening next week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So next week, um, if you're in Atlanta or near Atlanta, we are going to be doing a talk. Yeah. We're going to be doing a workshop, and it's um, titled YouTube Hacks. So um, we've we've been on YouTube for a while and we've learned some stuff. We had a lot of success and then we saw the success go away and now we're seeing it come back. So we've seen a lot of ways to kind of like get YouTube's attention to get them to push your video. So if you're an artist, creative, business owner, producer, director, fashion designer, whatever, that's kind of what our audience is a lot of. We want to help you guys do well on YouTube share whatever we know um just this past week we've seen like crazy crazy um increase in in numbers so thanks to you guys for supporting us um we have one of our videos just went from 300 views to 100,000 views in like three days yeah crazy so just sharing what we've learned over time um we've learned a lot from people like sean cannell um ruslan's been doing a lot of like teaching on youtube there's a ton of people i watch um on youtube um uh a lot of the finance guys do a lot of YouTube courses. Biaheza does one. Um, I've, I've learned a lot about YouTube. So I'm going to share what I know with you guys. So if you're in Atlanta, come check us out. Where we gonna it's, be at? it's next Saturday at um, Renovation Church. Flavor Fest. 
renovation church is Flavor Fest, um, and it's the Flavor Fest spot stop in Atlanta. So they're going around the country, and they asked us to come help them with the Atlanta spot. So uh, check us out there. Dope, right. man. I guess it's flavorfest.org if you need to know yeah, more. Yeah, flavorfest.org. Okay, so Jeremiah, during the call on Wednesday, um, uh, shared this topic. I can't remember what uh, channel you saw it on. I, I can't remember. Um, I just remember... Seeing, I see that guy a lot. But yeah, I, don't I, don't, I can't remember the thing, but I, I remember seeing it either on a um, blog or something where somebody was talking about this. So. Yeah. So, so essentially, this this is what happened. Um, Damson Idris was on Hollywood Reporter. Where uh, honestly, you know what's interesting? I don't even know if you guys know this. The look. Remember when I first designed the look of this studio, like yeah. back in 2015. That was the look I was I had in my mind. Oh, the Hollywood Reporter set where it's like completely pitch black around them, just a couple of lights in the background and, and they're sitting around the table. That's what I had in mind. So that's oh, why wow. it was so dark in here, you know, until we started changing stuff. Yeah. Um anyway, so uh Damson Idris was on that show where they had a, a bunch of famous actors and they always talk about like talking, talking shop, points, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So let's let's watch what he said that got everybody um talking this week. I was hitting a block, right? I was like, oh, I'm not doing it. So then I went in the corner and then I was looking at the wall and I was like, come on, devil, come on, devil, come to me, come to me. Because I had to do something like crazy. Had nightmares for a month. So it does come to it or after? After. I had nightmares every day. Like, I just felt, I felt that energy. Oh, interesting. And I had to pray and do all this stuff to get rid of it. And you call your mom up and you're like, bring me back to life. That stuff is real. That stuff really is real. Yeah, and it's like you were talking about praying. I'll pray before a big scene. I'll say, I know, I, not to who I conceive it to be, but just let me do your work, man. Where do yeah. you want me to? Yeah, and, and, yeah, and I think that same guy, whoever that thing is out there, is kind of prepping me all the way along. You, know? mm. you think about it, and sometimes you can bring it like it sounds like you were doing. You bring it into your conscious self, yeah. and you can pull That's where we imagine shit. Man, yeah. We're powerful. Uh, the body, you know, man. The, the body, body, the body doesn't know you're call, pretending. Nothing sacred. <laughs> right. You can use anything. Yeah. Some, I've used that, that I would never tell anybody in my. Oh, it's going on in my mind. I know nothing is sacred. So, um, it's not just Damon. Damon Andrews. So yeah, it's a lot to talk about there. I kind of feel bad for him because I'm like. He, he was so, he was so innocently just trying to be honest, but it was like the wildest thing he could have said. I think they were all like, "No, no, funny, no." The funny part was he was being honest. Like I had to do that. I guess God help me, my mom, everything. And, and, and Jeff Bridges was like, "We all do it." <laughs> I don't know what you were calling, but when I call him, he just worked. Um, but but I don't think I don't think uh, Jeff Bridges knows what he's praying to. <laughs> I think he's just uh, anyway. Um, so. I know a lot of people are talking about that this week, but what it reminded me of is a topic we had a long time ago. Can Christians be actors? Because, <laughs> I mean, of course you can, but I'm talking about like major, major roles because yeah. I'm thinking about like Denzel Washington and some of the stuff he's had to do. And he says he's a Christian. So how how as a Christian can you do some of the things that these people have to do in these shows? But beyond that. Why was he doing that? <laughs> what? Well, I think I think okay, using him as an example, I think he's on a show called um, Snowfall. Yeah, and Snowfall yeah. is based. It's kind of based on the story of Freeway Ricky Ross. If you know that, you can go Google that yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a, a former um, big drug kingpin in the eighties, 
in Los Angeles. So I'm I'm guessing because I haven't seen that show, but I heard that um, the show is very violent. It's very, of course, dealing with the drug trade and all this other stuff. So I'm I'm sure whatever that scene was that he said that he asked the devil to help him with was probably very vulgar or very like violent heavy. So and he probably couldn't do it himself because he's like, man, I got a conscience and. I, I didn't know the devil just could be in a corner and just come to you like that. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought you know you know you know it's so funny. It's like you you thinking of like okay, for example, when you think about God and you think about church in the presence of God, it's like you could be anywhere to access to 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 get the presence of God. Like you could yeah. be in your house by yourself and you could be worshiping and the presence of God happens, or you could be there. Yeah. But you never thought like the dangers of that is now that somebody could be watching that and be like, oh, word, that's what we're doing? Mm-hmm. We don't need a pentagram no more? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's just the... Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the scary yeah. part about it, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, none of the symbols and all the ritual stuff means anything. I mean, yeah. the, all those spirits are are available at any time. <laughs> <laughs> and, a lot, and, and what it sounds like to me is that, I mean... hundred spirits. We're, we're kind of laughing about it, but yeah. it's scary that yeah. a lot of these... I know, um, what's the guy who played Joker that died? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, a lot of people were saying that with him, where he he had to go to so many dark places that it, it drove him like insane. Yeah. yeah, and and imagine like embodying yeah. evil people. Um, the guy who played um, um, the serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer was on there, and that's what started the whole conversation. Yeah. The moderator was basically saying, "How did you get that? Do role, that? Man. Yeah, because he how, played it good. He played Jeffrey Dahmer. How did really you good. How did you get to that place? And he was just explaining like he really had to practice and practice, and that's what." prompted um damson to say something because he was like well this is what i did it's like <laughs> and everybody was like oh is, a, is it okay to say that we do satan we call satan i think they were all like you're not supposed to say <laughs> you're not supposed revoke to your hollywood that. card <laughs> um so it was just it was just interesting to me that he was so honest about that and I, I I don't know if I don't know how everybody else is gonna take this yeah. this week. You know all the Christian YouTuber guys. I don't know how they're gonna take it as kind of vilifying him. I took it as, oh, this kid doesn't know what he did. <laughs> yeah, he realized what he did quickly yeah. and said he he prayed um, to get rid of it. I don't know if these people all know how serious all of this is. Oh, spirituality, yeah. Like, this is not for play-play. This is not a game. Yeah. Like, there's, again, the Bible describes that there's wars going on spiritually yeah. all around you. And, and by the grace of God, are you still okay? Right? Yeah, like, this true. is this is really serious. So, yeah. to literally ask the devil for help with something, I would have just had to quit that role if I needed his help. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, if I got to do something so foul in yeah. the scene... I guess I guess instinctively he knew I can't ask God for help in this. <laughs> God help me. <laughs> help me play this evil person. Yeah. So I guess he thought that would be the next logical person to add, but like that 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 I can't even process how scary well, that would be to I, I'll say this. There's been documentaries I've seen, um I think was it on YouTube? Or, where they talk about like of course uh, I kind of said it before the show started I was telling y'all some some stuff um, about a ministry that they dig into Hollywood and how Hollywood for years have been into the occult yeah. of people different famous actresses and this is not going from like from the 90s 80s this is talking about like 40s 50s like when like like in the heyday of Hollywood of uh, people going to psychics or people um, chanting and people trying to invoke spirits so they can do the, a certain role. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think I think the thing is that we 
don't understand. I think some people don't understand the power of spirituality or they do understand the power of spirituality. And my my scare for that that video is now that other actors that may be on their come up like, yo, this role remind this role is telling me to you know, I gotta have sex with two dudes in the scene and I just can't do it. So let me call it up. You know what I'm saying? Like just seeing those things where people are like like doing stuff like because to me like and that's and now as i think about it it's kind of scary um when he was saying like come on devil come on like to invite the devil to you and he comes that quickly versus you, in your mind you're thinking that oh, you got to do a seance you got to get you got to do all this other crap and you're not thinking that if you just saying those things in your heart and your heart is asking for those things he like i knock too <laughs> I answer doors too. You you sure you want to let you want to open this door? You know what I mean. So I think I think those questions is um, the question. Uh, one of those questions is 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 Hollywood demonic? Like when when me and my wife went on on vacation to L, to L A, we saw a bunch of psychic and oh, yeah, of course. a bunch of spiritual stuff. Like I mean, we saw a few churches, but we saw a lot of spiritual, like occultage type stuff. I'm gonna ask you a question. I'm gonna ask you a question. I don't know him. Yeah. Um, but. Do you think what do you think happened here? Is this a non-Christian? Because in my opinion, you you don't even have to ask the devil to come in. Oh yeah. There, there's no ritual required, yeah, right? Yeah. Um is this a situation where a Christian did something really dumb and then the Holy Spirit convicted him? Where is that what the nightmares were? Or is this a non-Christian who invited demons into his soul? Like like how the Bible describes yeah. that need to be casted out into the pigs. Is this somebody who was literally possessed mm. that was struggling with possession? Yeah. It turned him towards God for help and he was able to get through it. I had a good experience. Or his what, mom. What, what's, what in your mind, what him saying that, what does that mean to you? Based off what he described, I don't know his faith. So based off what he's described on the whole story, it sounds like he was called on the devil devil came through for him he didn't know the repercussions of after that scene was still with him for months so after he did that um he had to get help he had to get his mom to pray for him that's what it kind of sound like so from from the question you're asking it sounds like it was b it was more a non-believer asking the devil for some help because he didn't think, like you said, like, I can't do this. So what's my only logic is, what's evil? The devil is evil. So let me call on the devil. That happened. And then, and then boom, he had the repercussions of that, of, of feeling demonic presence while you sleep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And <clears throat> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I would hate to assume that hundred percent. Just maybe it's his accent, but he just seems so like nice <laughs> so i'm like I, i'm i'm open nice to the, is not a fruit of the spirit <laughs> not, well well um i i just want to believe that it possibly let's say he was because because we don't know who he was praying to afterwards either right yeah so let's just say he was a christian kid that did something dumb and and he realized he did something dumb so you think he's a believer and, no i'm just saying okay. what if right? okay i want to give him the benefit of the doubt because yeah. i would love to ask him if we ever met him one day What's going on with you? Why'd yeah. you do that? <laughs> um, if he was a Christian that did this, because I'm trying to bring this back to our old question. Yeah. If he's a Christian that did this, realized that he made a mistake, what does he do from now on 
in these roles. Because even in that discussion, he said, I'm not playing a drug dealer for a long time. Yeah. I'm not doing that because that was really bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? How would a Christian navigate this world playing these evil people, these well, terrible people? Like, how do you do that as a Christian? Well, I'll say two, it's two things. Now, I think we're in a place where um, you can create your own content if you want to be an actor and, and different things of that nature. I, w- I will say this. Just hear me out first. But then also there's Christian organizations that do exist that do film. Now, you want to go that route. If you want to be on the Kirk Cameron kind of side of 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 um of stuff, you can either do it that way or you could do it his sister way. His sister's way is like doing those Hallmark movies where it's like it's not edgy, it's not it's, it's really safe for the whole family type of stuff. You could be in those type of things. So you have those options. You have three options, I would say. You have the straight kind of like the um uh, what's the brothers that make the movies here in, in Georgia? I know you're talking about. Yeah, that did um, Fireproof and Facing the Giants. You can either go that direction, which is the Kirk Cameron way, or you can play it safe like his sister, where it's just like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not doing so that. You're so you're saying it's not possible. So then, no, but, well, how do you, but how the do third you, one how is you, you can go in and you just got to, you either stick to your guns <laughs> and know that you can go that way, but at the same time, it's going to hurt you in the long run because... People may not call you back if you have those high standards. I'm not kissing nobody. I, I can't kiss nobody else. I can't do this. I can't do that. They're going to be like, then why don't you just do Christian movies? I mean, that's what somebody, a producer probably will tell you. Like, so, why don't you just do Christian movies or do clean movies? What are you doing? So we have friends that went to Hollywood to do some of this stuff, right? Yeah. They, they went to Hollywood to act Candace, uh, went to act. Um, we had uh, our guy Coors went to go direct films yeah. over there. And it's just like, what... There's there are actors watching us right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, is yeah. the advice? Forget the Oscar. Forget the EGOT. Forget yeah. all that stuff. You ain't getting it. Go do some Hallmark movies. That's, <laughs> no, that I'm not answer? saying that. I'm saying there's going to be people out there that will respect your wishes of doing what you're doing and be like, okay, I respect that. So if you if you if you're going to if you're going to shoot if you're not going to do that, then okay, maybe this role is for you. Or we got this role or whatever. But what I'm saying is, the deeper you get into Hollywood, I think there's more. They're more like, either you're going to do this or you're not. We got a bunch of people online right here ready to do what you want to do. I just want to give, give them hope. What, what major movies that have come out in the last couple of years, I would say Oscar-worthy or not, that a Christian could have done no problem? Because, I mean, we got Chris Pratt doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He says he's a Christian, right? Yeah. But he cursed in the last movie, right? Would, would you suggest a well, Christian but that's, do that? But that's what I'm saying. It depends on you as a believer. If you feel like, I don't want to curse on screen, then I'm not doing that movie. You get what I'm so saying? So what movie could he... The non-cursing, non-sex scene, non... Facing the giant. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> What can you do? Angel Studios. <laughs> um, Pure Flix. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it's not possible? I just don't see how you can do a movie that we're not in. The, okay, if this was the 90s, yeah. If this was the 90s, early 2000s, yeah. Because we we, we creating movies. We were watching movies back in the day that had moral messages that even if you said one bad word or you said or you implied something, it still came off with a meaning behind that movie. I could think of a bunch right now. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Christian could have been in that movie, no problem. Yeah, it none in been. that movie yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was bad. Um, Gravity, remember the old movie Gravity? Yeah, I still yeah, think yeah. that could have been a Christian movie. Yeah. 
Um, there's a ton of movies you can play in that you don't have to do crazy. No, stuff. But, but I'm not saying every movie you, you're playing in. You just got to get when you get the script for certain stuff, and then people because majority of time casting calls is basically you get a script and you say, okay, this is what the movie's about or yeah, whatever. You get to read it. You get to read it, and then you figure out like, boom, like, yo. Should I do this? Should I not? Should I should I look for some, another way? Should I? You know what I'm saying? So, I just don't know that depending on the producer of that film, the director, everybody that's a part of that film, on if they would take your um, your your requirements or whatever you're trying to do that serious. You know what I'm saying? Like I've heard stories of certain actors say, you know, I didn't kiss in this scene, and they wanted me because of my standard. That's great. I don't know if that's all of Hollywood, though. You know what I'm saying? So this this get it's easier for a film because you can read the script and decide yeah. do I want to do this or yeah. not. But for TV, it's different. You may get a couple of scripts, but you're not getting the oh, whole yeah, 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 series. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So your character may go through changes yeah. that you did not know were coming. Yeah. Prime example: Kurt Cameron. Going back to him yeah. when he was doing Growing Pains, a part when he got saved, and he was like, it was a part where they were saying like. Him and his girlfriend was living together, and he was like, "I'm not living together with her. That's that's not what we're doing." Like he said that at his wow. height. But is there no is there no room for acting? Right? This is not you. This is a character you're playing. But I think for you as a believer, if you feel like if you have that mindset, like this is a role, this is not me. You know what I'm saying? Like I think about, um, I'm having a blank for day. Like insecure, the act, the actress yeah, uh, yeah. Molly. She yeah. she's a believer. Like she'll tell you she believes in Jesus and everything. Um, but her acting, she was, she was, Molly is out there, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. she's like, I'm not. Bradley Evans was sitting right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Molly. I'm not the person that y'all see me on the screen. I'm acting. Okay, so here's where the Christian part becomes challenging because you can say that this is not me. I'm playing yeah. a role. But by being in that, you're also saying this kind of lifestyle is okay, right? Mm. Aren't you kind of semi endorsing it because people love insecure? Yeah. There's a lot of women that watch that and will be like, oh, okay, I mean, that's just like me. I'm, I'm good, right? Yeah. There's nothing in it that... I, I didn't watch it. My wife would yeah. have to tell me. Is there redemption at all in this? It's just, I mean, well, well, here's the thing. Her character, though, was having... I think, if I'm mistakenly right, her character, you could see the effects of her being the way she was and how it, it's how her her um, character was getting... Not screwed, but I, her, skewed. Her mindset was getting skewed. Like, mm-hmm. it was like... You know, not being like if you watch that show, like she she made a joke because she's a stand up comedian too. She made a joke of saying like she got into a um, a, um Uber and a guy was the driver was like, "Yo, you on that show that that show that the women make bad decisions in?" And and, he, <laughs> and she busted out laughing and she was, they was saying saying that to people. Um, but I think um, Yvonne Orji, that's her name. So I think that's the thing where people got to understand that. Um, even if I'm playing a role, if I'm playing a role and I know it's bad role, but I, I, I have the purpose of saying, hey, the, the, I want this to be seen so people can know this is a bad person to play. Same thing in like Training Day. Great example. Yeah, yeah. Washington, Denzel Washington, y'all got to kill him off. He said he wrote it's on the cl- script. Uh, clearly a bad person. Yeah, he but he like, had influence over that. Yeah, but he was saying that the wages of sin is death. And he wrote that on the script like, yo, yeah. this person got to die because he's just an evil person. I guess that's a good example of how you. But again, he had to say and do things in that film yeah. that a Christian would squirm at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How do you do that as a Christian, even if it ends up a positive message? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how how do you physically go through those scenes as a Christian and still be like I'm good I don't know man I I, I think it's that's a hard thing bro I, and I'm not an actor I think that the 
the thing is just I think that's what it goes back to that Hollywood mass of you putting on a mask and, and learning how to put on that mask perfectly and still keep your yourself away from it. You know what I mean? Because I think the problem is in the movie th- in movies is like we 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 some people don't see it as a movie. Some people see it as real life. So you may see an actor that played a movie a role so well that you hate that person and you want to like man, I, I can't stand you. Like I don't know you. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, I just think I just don't know, but man. You, but just, you also <laughs> you also have to take into consideration that even if you think you're playing this role of a bad person and it's obvious to everybody that this is a bad person you shouldn't yeah. act like that i would say the same thing about scarface yeah it's clear yeah. that that guy was yeah. a bad person and yeah. he got his comeuppance at the end but there's a lot of people who want to be yeah. scarface yeah still yeah that movie still run it didn't today. work yeah the message didn't land they yeah. still want to be him yeah so you're risking inspiring people to yeah. do something that you think you're Shine them away. I'm saying it's options out there, Sean. It's not like it, it was back in the back in the day where They'll you kind of pure flicks and just. No, I'm not saying you have to do that. You may have to create your own content. You may have to. Well, I would just say we're on that path. It's hard. It is, but <laughs> no, hard, but I, I would say this but too. I'm, I would say it's, this. It's, it's, we're still doing it. No, no, but, doing no. It. I would say this. There's not a lot of excuses for it to not not to. It's 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 it's, it's easier to do it than it was five years ago you get what i'm saying like yeah. somebody could literally save up money i've seen people do a movie off their iphone yeah it's, so it's possible. it's possible to do it's just it it's a lot harder and it just may be i, I know I, I remember a a, a, a show i don't even show because it, it, the name is crazy but they were just doing stuff in new york and they and they and they got hot and they just put it all on youtube same thing with isa right yeah Her, before she did insecure she, she did the, YouTube, but the she, same thing but then she had to go to the big the yeah big but I'm, but what i'm saying to you you just got to start somewhere and the big studio she went to convinced her to put more nudity and more sex in yeah, the show because, but what hey, i'm saying to you HBO, is you gotta it, take but them what I'm saying it, 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 it went from her just standing in the mirror trying to bust a rom and do it all this mm-hmm. to her getting that deal but at the I'm same I'm just trying to prepare them for when the deal comes at some point yeah if you're trying to be super super serious at this these are some of the decisions you're going to have to decide ahead of time I don't want you trying to decide in the room with the contract <laughs> yeah, yeah, in front you do of need to know so you that's need it to know that. anyway let's get back into it you in the field with the track stars Ryan Wright to Shantana DJ Jeremiah let's go hey I know how hard it can be I, I'm an artist as well and whenever you release a song you think it's dope, you're like, man, this is going to be the one. You have to go through the process of marketing. That's the hard part. That's when it really, really, really gets serious, right? Because even if you got a dope song and nobody knows about it, it's going to be a flop. So if you know the process, that means you got to go to each website, follow their submission rules, email them, do whatever they need you to do one at a time. These outlets do not like to be spammed. They do not like to be put on BCC lists, uh, email spam lists. But... Never fear, we have come up with a way to solve this problem. We created something called the Single Maximizer. Single Maximizer allows you to fill in the details for your song one time, and we customize it for each outlet and send it out to all of them for you. Not in a mass email, not as spam, individual emails customized exactly what they asked for in their music submission guidelines. It's an amazing tool. We use it for ourselves and our own music, and we're trying to share it with you guys. So go to trackstars.com slash single maximizer take advantage of it right now it's an amazing tool check it out let us know your success stories tell us what works trackstars.com go check it out right now it's time for the entertainment report with jeremiah 
right, man. Entertainment report time. Let's get it going. Sean, you got something for us? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this, Jerry, but um, I don't know if you're going to see it either because of where he's sitting. But um, uh, you remember that Drake AI song? Yeah, yeah, that, that was went, one. went viral. Yeah, I've actually never heard it. Have you actually heard it? I think I heard simple some some clips from they put it on like Shade Room and Ball Alert and all that. But so it caused a big stir because obviously AI is a big topic right now, and um, it caused a stir. And Universal actually pulled it down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, like, it was good. <laughs> it was really good. That's what they, the, the, the thing was. They were like, "This is the best Drake song came out." It was him in a week. The point I is, think. people liked it. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "No, no, 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 no." So there, this is going to be a big problem coming up because I remember Timbaland said he he, he did oh, yeah, like yeah. a biggie song. Biggie, yeah. So um, if you don't know, there's AI tools that allow you to sample your voice. It only takes about thirty seconds of your voice, mm. and they could get you to say whatever you want. Yeah. I was going to do it for all of us in here one don't day do that. and do like a fake. <laughs> podcast with us um i'm gonna do it um but anyway so so what's interesting is did you know that a christian was the one who did it allegedly 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 all right watch this was three people on tiktok ghostwriter georgia evans and jake otherwise known as jake lawson So, who is this Jake guy exactly, and does he fit the profile for Ghost Rider? Well, as we established, he is American, and he is from the eastern United States. Does he have experience releasing music? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Does he seem like the type of guy who would stage videos? Well, I'll let him speak for himself. I had my mom make a beat that I had already pre-made, and I record her, I'm like, okay, press these buttons, and we'll make it look like you just made it in two minutes. And last but not least, does he claim that he used to be a ghostwriter? Yes, actually. Yes, he does. So not only does Jake fit the profile to a T, but there are also a bunch of other similarities I noticed too. They both use Lalo links. They both refer to people as my guy. They both don't know how to use ellipses. It's three dots people, not two. They both have battery percentages turned on. They both hide cuts in their videos by zooming in. And they even use some of the same captions in their videos. Coincidence? No, definitely. Alright, so if you guys remember, we did a reaction to Jake um, a couple weeks ago, the song Golden Hour. Yeah. And we, you know, we talked about the fact that he, he's a Christian. He um, claims to be a Christian. He, he um, still is involved in his local church. And when I, I was watching this whole video, this video is like an hour long. <laughs> and I was watching it. I didn't know what was going to happen, right? Yeah. So imagine watching this whole thing, and then all of a sudden, you get to the part where it's like, oh, it's this guy, Jake. And I'm like, what? Because <laughs> remember, he used, he was on one of Andy Mineo's songs. Yeah, this is like yeah, yeah, hometown yeah. stuff, right? So I just thought that was crazy that a Christian could, you know, one of our guys, I guess, is kind of behind this allegedly <laughs> Jeremiah keeps rolling his eyes because it's not proof. This guy, let me shout out, shout out, um, uh, the YouTube channel Yokai. Yeah, really good. He's really good at researching and breaking down details. I believe him. I think he got it. I mean, but I at the same time, it. it would be like, you know, the, you know what the world will say. Then why can't you make a hit for yourself? You know what I mean? Well, he did. Yeah, Golden Hour is a hit. Yeah, it's super. Well, I'm talking about. I'm talking. Hit. I'm not talking about like an online hit. I'm talking about like. Like worldwide, no, no, it is a worldwide hit. There's over five million plus. Blah blah. blah. Yeah, but what I'm saying, why are we not hearing on the radio? Why are we not hearing? You do. <laughs> what are you talking about? Golden Hour is a big, big hit, bro. It's super huge. I just, I, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know. 
I don't know, bro. It's a really big hit, bro. It's it's not in our world, yeah. but like it's a pop hit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean, he, I think he hangs with Nick D and and people like that. That big no, one. I'm telling you, this song is out of here, bro. Yeah. It's, it's huge. So this is not just some local. Artist. So so are you saying that that Christians can ghostwrite for secular people? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, of course. I, I know it happens not, all the time. Yeah, I know some people. Um, but it, it just it's just interesting that <laughs> it's interesting that we would get caught up in some of this stuff because he hasn't admitted to this. Yeah. Thing. It's all allegedly. This is just this guy's <laughs> research. Uh, Yokai, if you go to uh, Y-O-K-A-I, you'll see it's called The Guy Behind the Viral AI Drake Song. I, he doesn't probably don't even know he's a Christian, but just, just the fact that we just talked about that yeah. and then it shows up here, I believe him, man. I think his research is solid. I mean, I, I, if he did it, yeah. But I, 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 the question is why? Like, what's the reason to do it? Well, he, he used to be a ghostwriter, um, and I think he says he doesn't know for sure but he does a lot of little shifty things, if you notice. Um, he has this—he has a, a, a reel out that's going really, really viral right now of him playing a song for his high school uh, band teacher or something yeah, like yeah. that. Band teacher. Yeah. But it's clearly not live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's clearly pre-recorded. Yeah. So he does a little lot of tricks like that that I'm like, <laughs> interesting, interesting. So I don't know. I. Go look it up. I'm He's glad, really good, though. I'm He's glad really it's good. in the entertainment report. <laughs> All right, man. Aisha Curry. Right, we'll, see. we'll see. Aisha Curry <laughs> has some regrets. Recently, Aisha Curry, wife of NBA superstar Steph Curry, reflected on 2019 appearance on a Red Table Talk, where she spoke about her family and how she deals with other women around her husband. Aisha said the series was edited in a, edited in a way that made me sound crazy. It's it not did. what I. It's you not sounded, what I said. You sounded crazy. <laughs> It's not what I said. And the content was weird. Yeah. Um, I took that one personally. And then she also talked about her 10-year-old regretting putting their 10-year-old daughter yeah. in public eye so or some early because social media was just kind of starting. Well, not starting, but it was getting her on social media was a lot. And they don't think they should have put her on there like like that. Like that. I mean, if you remember, for people who don't know, um, Steph Curry used to bring her to the... Um, when their championship, yeah, their first championship, she was always there doing stuff and everything of that nature. So, yeah, that's just some of her regrets. All right, man. Prayers up for DC Youngfly and his family. Former Wild and Out star Miss Jackie O, who is um, DC Youngfly's longtime partner, has died. She died Wednesday in Miami. Um, the cause of death, they're saying, it was cosmetic procedure. Um, there's a post that claims she was in Miami to under, un, un, undergo a mommy makeover, which is like liposuction and some wow. other stuff. Um, so um, let's keep DC Young Fly in our prayers and his children, yeah. man. He got three kids with this woman, um, with his, with his um, longtime partner, um, and that's just a, that's sad, man. When I heard that story, it's sad, and I, and I pray, man, that we people start learning, man. You know, we just gotta just learn, and uh, and I know sometimes I think the <laughs> pressures of being in an entertainment business or being with somebody in an entertainment business to to look a certain way and all like that is is crazy, man. So just prayers, man. Yeah, that's real sad, you man. Alright man, Black China is a special guest at a CHH event Godflow um, Hip Hop and Hope Fest is happening j- Sunday July 23rd in Minneapolis Minnesota, um, it is going to be at the famous um, I, forgot, I forgot to write that down, it's going to be at a famous club that was on the movie Purple Rain and I hope none of y'all saw Purple Rain, if y'all did, that club that club they played at, yeah it's going to be there the lineup is crazy, Scooty Wop, Portia Love, Mike Teasy, Angie Rose, Zay Hill, Young C, Clifford Gray, for real, range the artist, true server, chord, Abraham Westland.
Man, Priest, and DJ Mouski on the ones and twos. And special guest Angela White, formerly known as Black China, will be the special guest. I'm guessing I, I don't know if she's hosting or she's going to be in the building, but she has promoted it. I've seen it. Um, on their page and stuff so yeah man it, that's a big situation man what do you think man you think that should be more of that happening um i guess i i, I didn't hear everything you said but uh sounded good yeah so I'm, I'm excited man that's a that's a that's a good thing for like i think that's the thing coming out with influencers helping out in the space which would be a great thing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so all right, man. Um, my last one. Yay! And Adidas is back together. Some of Adidas' remaining Yeezy shoes are back on sale months after the German sportswear company cut ties with Yay. Adidas ended um, their year-long partnership with um, Kanye in late October in light of the anti-Semitic remarks and other harmful behavior. In the months that followed, they, the fate of 1.3 billion worth of unsold Yeezys remained unknown until earlier this month when Adidas CEO announced the company will be selling a portion of the remaining inventory and donating donating some of the proceeds to social justice organizations so what do you think man you think I don't, they're not back together right they just need to sell off the rest of the inventory i think so but i mean he's still gonna make some type of profit i mean they're not, they're not saying all of the post all of the uh, all of the um all of the money is going to social justice organization which is jewish social justice organization. yeah smart but, but smart on both of them yeah they both, they both kind of nazis so <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> I mean, if you know the history of Adidas, you know they yeah. they they like Mercedes Benzes and dogs and and Doberman Pinches. Um, but um, um, yeah. So at the end of the day, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm guessing they had to sell him one way, but I'm I'm saying he made some money back from it too, like a huge money. So shout out to Kanye. <laughs> what happened? Shout out to Kanye. <laughs> All right, man, carpet section this week. All right, I'm going to kind of do carpet section a little different from now on. So we're going to do it this way. Carpet section, these are the projects that came out this week from the carpet section that you need to go look at. Um, Fathom, Kingdom Culture 2, NXT Mike and Adrian Singh, Circa EP, Thailand and Lightpole, you don't know the half. Q inside here, EP episode 3 EP. Um, Village King, OGs, Petty D and um, Notaverbs, side A EP. This is somebody I think you need to check out and tell me she's dope. Her name is Too Cool Tiff. The name of the album is Salt. Um, um, we had a video of her. She's pretty dope, bro. Mm-hmm. I think she's the lane that you. She's kind of like AI a little bit. Oh, so dope. I think you you may rock with her. Okay. All right. The singles of the week is Hovi Used by You, Child Like CC. I'm Chosy. I'm Choosy. Not Clyde. Born in November. Um, Bats and Aaron Dews. Um, Arkham Knights Part Two. Salachi Vaz. Um, Bounce Back and Derek Minor, John Keith, One K Few, and No Big Deal. More on the way. All right, to hear some of these songs, and I actually hear all these songs. Um, Milk playlist, the best in Christian hip hop, gospel rap, Christian rap, and then our feel good playlist. Um, got some dope songs as well. R and B and urban gospel. All right, that's it for me in the entertainment. Shantana. Yeah, make sure again our Patreon is live, live, live right now. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Trackstars Universe. Go sign up right now for our Patreon. Uh, seems like some people already signed up. Dope. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, again, we are we are going to start putting so much content on there. We've been preparing for this for years. Yeah. Me and Jeremiah have been kicking ideas. Me and Ryan have been kicking ideas. Our whole team has been coming up with ideas for how to make the Patreon a nice space. So go ahead and join that right now as we speak. Take the time to go sign up. All right. 
You're in the field with the track stars, Ryan Reicher, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Producer trying to and look no further than the music submission tool by Trackstars. Trackstars has been in the industry for well over a decade and is the number four music submission site in the world. Our goal is to make sure your music is put in front of the right people. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and sign up today. All right, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Reicher, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Make sure you go to trackstars.com for all the latest. Make sure you sign up for our Patreon. Just went live. Patreon.com forward slash trackstars universe. We're going to start putting a lot of cool stuff on Patreon. You do not want to miss yeah. it. It's a great chance for you to just kind of get to know us better, uh, get input on the show. Some of the levels allow you to even be an executive producer for Dope. the show. So, awesome. so uh, please, please join ASAP Rocky. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to react to a new song that Kendrick Lamar just put out, him and Baby Keem, and uh, maybe dissect it a little bit afterwards. So uh, let's check it out. All right, so... Um, it's about that time. You already know. What you, do you think? Are we live? It don't matter. <laughs> what you think? Yeah. Um... I do think they were getting at Drake, though. I think they was making fun of Drake. Why? Because this flow is a flow like that on one of his albums on that uh, that on the dance um, album. The dance, the um, the what's the name of that song? I think it's called Sticky. It got the same kind of beat and oh, it really? got the same flow. And he said some stuff about Drake on. I, I, I read some of some stuff about Universal doing something like. When are we just gonna get it? When are what? we gonna get the Drake versus Kendrick battle? When can we just just say, hey, y'all the just Drake versus? Ken- oh, you think they need to battle? I mean, it's been, they've been taking shots at each other for years, all back from um, to Pimper Butterfly to. Um, Maybe I missed all this. What shots have they been taking? They've been taking that whole um, King oh, the Kuta control, the control verse from Control to now. It's been shot, shot, shot. I mean, I think Drake kind of died down from it, but I think you know what? Honestly, and I'm glad we're kind of off, but I think Kendrick. Wants that smoke Like I think Kendrick Still wants that chair bro Well what chair Drake's chair I think that top God chair Uh, I mean in sales Cause I think a lot I of think people, everything I think a lot of people Already think he is The top guy If you're like A lyrics fan Yeah but I mean But he's I'm, not getting The sales one Yeah yeah He, he in the quote Drake Look at your numbers Like what are those Y'all don't even Come like as it's close just, it's, I mean Drake is a pop artist A pop rapper yeah He's but a, I'm, yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying I think but I think deep down Kendrick wants that I think he wants to be he wants to be the lyrical savior to say what was you, okay cool he wants to be the lyrical savior in my my personal opinion he wants to be the lyrical savior to be the guy that brung lyrics and people could be like yo because think about it anytime if you think about it even when we were coming up whoever was that guy everybody followed that guy you mm-hmm. get what I'm saying yeah. so if when when um um Jay Z was that guy, we did what Jay Z did. Mm-hmm. When you know when um Kanye was that guy, everybody did what Kanye did. So for ten years, we've been doing what Drake done. If Drake says, "Hey, we're gonna do this," or you know what I'm saying, like different things of that nature. So I, I think I think he wants that spot, man. I think he wants the spot. Okay, but is this gonna do it? Did you like this for rapping? It, it, 
I wouldn't be moved by it if I was in Drake. Like <laughs> I would be like, you wouldn't be moved by. It. I was saying that. I'm about, I'm about to say something even more controversial. I think Mitch Darrell is better than Baby King. Dang. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I think Mitch Darrell. Shout out to you. You do great reactions, and you you help out the the the, the space so well. Yeah. And he's been a um, a next up artist. I'm in like in a group with him where we people talk. Mitch Darrell is better than Baby. I don't I don't see the the appeal about Baby King. Well, okay. So this to me, I'm I'm giving credit to Kendrick because two artists, three artists that I do not think are good. Four. Man, five Jesus. artists that I do not think are good sounded good on his album, on Donda. Oh. Baby Keem sounded good on Donda. I like that song. Um, oh, um, Fabio Foreign. I don't Souls, like Fabio Pure Foreign. Pure Souls was on, what's the name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, what's his name? Um, uh, da, 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 the kid from Miami, hair is crazy. Um, Miami. Went to jail. We oh, act- Playboy Cardi. No, no, no. The other one. Um Come on, uh, uh, something black. Kodak. Kodak Black. Kodak Black, not good. Sounded good on... So it's like, it's... it's it's. Was he on... No, 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 I'm thinking of when he was on Kendrick. Yeah. But they've sounded good on other things, and Baby Keem sounded good to me on Donda. I just don't think he's... I that think, wasn't good, though. I just don't understand... I don't, I, don't, I don't understand the... It's certain people... I remember, okay, when Roddy Rich came out, and everybody was talking about the, the, the song The Box, I was like, okay. And then I started hearing his other stuff, and I was like... I get it. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I we done a line a line for line with Baby Keem, so I had his stuff. So when I heard it, I was like, I don't get it. Like I don't. He, again, he sounded good on Donda. Like that Pure Souls record, he was good. Was it Pure Souls? Or I think it, it was Pure Souls or Twenty Four. One. I don't know. Anyway, Pure Souls. But but his when he goes into that high like squeaky voice. Yeah. That's a style. I, I mean, it's it's. I know it probably it's annoys style. people. <laughs> not that. Not it what, is not, style. not what he did on Donda. That's, no, but that's, no, I never. That no, but what I'm saying, that high pitch voice that Kendrick normally Not as high does. As this kid goes. Okay, maybe his that, natural was, that, was, that was. That was. That I just was don't good. get it. If somebody can explain to me, Baby Keem, I would understand it more. It's Kendrick's cousin. I know that part. Okay. I'm talking about other stuff. Like I just don't get. I don't get the. F- it's a, it, it, it's sometimes when people, even some people in our space, when people give them praise, I'll be like, they're good, but I don't understand why. But I I have finally reached a point where I no longer get it. <laughs> have you have you um because they're, they're I think they're riffing a little bit off of have you heard of Surf Gang not our Surf Gang Another the surf New York gang. Surf Gang have no, you heard no, them no I heard that there's a guy I think his name is like something Polo Polo something I I do not get it I, it's called drill like, music um, no it's like they call it like um uh, punk rap or something like that it's like uh, I think I know what you're talking about it's like Def Grip like something like that man I should I should have this stuff um. At hand, but anyway, if you look up Surf Gang, the New York one, not not the Christian one, they their sound is kind of what they're doing on here a little bit, and I just don't get it. I I no longer get it. I used to be like, okay, this is not for me, but I see, oh, I see it. I no. see what they're doing. It's just not for me. I don't see it. It's not for me. It shouldn't be for anyone. Like I just do not get it. So it's just weird. It's I, I, I think the thing it's. Um I, I I don't know, man. I, I just I think it's not it's not even about. Um, I don't think it's about our age anymore, bro. I, I I don't think it's that. It's just it's just I think what people are putting out is not as good. I mean, I, I saw I saw a dude talk about this. He was like, he's like, um, y'all keep complaining about '90s rap, but '90s rap, y'all haven't made no albums better than 
some 90s rap albums that are considered classics. And I think that's the, the case. Like, I think some stuff is just, I think we, we are in a space where people are putting their best put their best foot forward. And if you're trash, if you're, your best foot forward is a C because everybody's putting out D's and E's, then you look like a superhero. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look good. No, but the thing is, and this is where I'm getting lost, it's not that these guys are not that good and it's better than just a bunch of other guys. What we think doesn't sound good sounds good to them. Yeah. That's off, where off, that's where they're losing off me. Beat rap, off tracks, beat, tracks off. Like there's a track that I wish I <laughs> I mean, y'all just have to y'all just have y'all have to explain to me what it is I don't get about about this song. It's called Snow Patrol. The guy's name is Polo Perks. And it's a sample of a song I like. Yeah. But what he did to it, I'm like, why is this good? <laughs> it sounds worse than the original song. <laughs> you laughing at me, but I'm really confused. I'm really confused. But they love they they're but like I, I, Okay, is- I get okay, stuff I certain stuff that people don't get, like drill, right? Prime example, New York drill, right? Mm-hmm. The beat is some people rap off the beat and then some people kill it. Like, I don't get ice spice. Okay. Yeah. I don't get. I, at one time, I thought I did. Then I heard, like, I heard her on a song with Taylor Swift that came out recently, and I'm listening. I'm like, does anybody else not? Get it? <laughs> and then it hit me. Maybe she's just good on drill beats. Maybe that's her thing. Maybe drill beats. But yeah. if you give her another beat, you'll be like, are you like? I almost want to be like. I, I can imagine myself being in the room while they're recording. I could just imagine how I would be acting. I would be like. Y'all don't hear this? <laughs> Y'all don't hear the this metronome. Now? <laughs> follow the click. All right, follow me. Y'all hear this? Y'all just y'all just gonna ignore that, huh? Y'all don't care about the snare. Right. You sound like the old guys. I, I, yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> I I literally told myself, you know what? Yep. That was it. It happened. I don't get it. I do not get. I mean, it. I, I, if they like this, I'm out. No, but I get I get other stuff when when people are. I guess you know what it is. I get when people are in their lane. I think for the whole Ice Spice thing, when she got in that song with Taylor Swift, I was like, this sounds bad. Like, nobody wants to tell her she, this sounds bad. And then when you go back to listen to her stuff when she does her own stuff, um, I was like, okay, it's it's it, her flow fits that beat. It fits drill-type music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some people's stuff fits what they're doing. and But if you put them on a regular track, some stuff may sound even worse than it's with that stuff so but going back to this I'm video not, the I'm video not saying was kind of fun that, I'm not saying this is that bad oh yeah, yeah all that to say this is not bad it's just not it's not great to me I think we got on the team because of Baby Keem that's what Baby Keem yeah Baby Keem's part of the song to me is like Kendrick even though it's like a playful song and I, really, I was going to read the lyrics but I'm yeah. like they're not saying that so <laughs> it, it's it's a fun I guess if you're a really big fan this is yeah. just fun it's, it's, yeah. I would enjoy it if I was younger and I, and I just are you shocked we saw Tyler the Creator in the video are you shocked by how people are loving him now no because Tyler the Creator was always good to me he was a little offbeat too yeah, when yeah, he started yeah. but he, I, you could tell like there's talent there him yeah. and Frank Ocean were clearly yeah. like really really good yeah. and Earl Sweatshirt was good too. Yeah, he, he's um, good. He's good. Oh, this is good. But I think people were. I think black people were thrown off by him because of of the whole satanic stuff. Well, he was so weird. Yeah, 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 and so all weird. Dis and Jesus. And but records. he. But yeah. he. Um. He went on a run where he was very popular on in the like the Tumblr crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was a ton of pictures of Tyler all over, man. And I was just like, oh, they like this kid. You know? Yeah. So he just kind of survived that whole era, yeah. and now he's putting stuff out, and people like it. So yeah. I, I'm not surprised revived, about Tyler. He revived. 
um, Gangster Grills. Oh, yeah. He DJ Drama said, I heard an interview where yeah, he was like, I yeah. was somewhere, and now people are calling me left and right for a Gangster Grill because of Tyler wow. the Creator. So, yeah, I'm not surprised by Tyler. Keem again, Keem on Donda, I get it. Yeah. Ever since, yeah. don't I'm, get it. I'm not saying all the songs are, I'm not saying he's like trash. I just don't get him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't I don't get it like I don't like certain records certain certain artists I get immediately even as somebody who does like marketing and stuff yeah so I get them but some I people mean, I'm just like I don't I, I know he probably hates this but I mean it does help to be the cousin of a famous person <laughs> I mean, it just it just Dude, does you know so funny like um I was watching something and you know who Bill Bellamy is Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, Shaq is my cousin. I was like, I never yeah. knew that. Oh, we're going to do that topic. We need to. We're doing that topic. We need a family I, I tree. I was going to write a book about this. going to call it the American cast. Like, <laughs> it's literally a caste system where if you're not born into the right family, you do not get a chance. Yeah. Like, it's very rare for somebody to completely break into the industry. Yeah. The, the Ray J and Brandy and this one and that. Yeah. Like, there's everybody. Related a, to Brandy and Ray J. Everybody's a cousin or a sister or something or somebody. And it's like, well, then what am I supposed to <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, how do you get in? And Go in one of those rooms, Sean. <laughs> so we we got to talk about that the the nepo baby syndrome in, in Hollywood. Anyway, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean. Shut up! I just got what you said. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean, and DJ Jeremiah. Ryan ain't here. Let's go. Listening to the Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're in the field with the Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Right now, you're listening to the Track Stars. You know what time it is. Beef. We got respect for y'all, yeah. but respect the grind, baby. Respect the grind. I gotta go get the. I gotta get the flex bombs today. Respect the grind. All right, back in the field with the track stars: Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Make sure if you're not subscribed to the channel, what what are you doing? Like, go subscribe yeah. right now. Uh, we look. I look at analytics for YouTube every day, all day, um, and I'll say about seventy percent of the people. 
who watch our videos aren't subscribed. So go ahead and subscribe. Ring the bell. If you've already subscribed, go ring that bell because that way it always shows up in your like your for you section, yeah. the recommended section of YouTube. And I realize that most people just go there and they don't go to their subscriptions anymore. So make sure you ring that bell so you see all of our videos whenever they come up and share them. Tell everybody. Do all that stuff. And again, today, today is the day we're pushing our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Trackstars. Thank you to people who already signed up. If you've already signed up for the official universe, send me an email, Sean, S E A N, at Trackstars with a Z, Trackstars.com. And just, just let me know that you signed up for Patreon and you need me to switch you over from the Facebook page over to Patreon and I'll help you figure out that whole transition because we definitely want to move you to Patreon because there, there are some features in Patreon. There's a reason why I'm switching it because right now how it works, if you haven't signed up for the official universe, how it works is you sign up, we send you a code so you could get your free t-shirt and then we put you in a Facebook group. All right. Problem with the Facebook group is it's a manual process. So every time somebody signs up, I have to go through the list and see who's new, who actually is supposed to be there, who just wants to be there, all that kind of. So it's just really manual. The other thing is, I follow somebody on Patreon, and it's really cool because I, I listen to podcasts a yeah. lot. And if you're a patron of them, you'll get a special feed with bonus episodes. Oh wow! And if you stop paying, you stop getting episodes. Oh wow! And I can still listen to their free feed, but I won't get those bonus episodes. Oh, right. And if I start paying again. Then I get the episodes again. So it manages that feature really nicely for them. So I, I wanted to do that. There's a couple challenges with Patreon as well. So we're still trying to build our own platform in the background. But Patreon is going to be a step up for a lot of you. I think you're going to like it. So patreon.com forward slash Trackstars Universe. Sign up right now. All right. So uh, I, don't know, I don't know if they caught everything because we <laughs> the what? stream came down and we came back up. So I don't know if they caught everything about what you said about just again it went down yeah, it, yeah while you was, was talking down. it went down i didn't i didn't want to interrupt i didn't want oh, to interrupt man. i didn't want to interrupt but we, we back up we didn't even do anything wrong that <clears> yeah time. i don't know i don't i don't know maybe somebody's got the beat for um our intro on top of the hour now i don't know <laughs> <laughs> anyway um if the you didn't, if you didn't hear me go to patreon.com forward slash track stars universe sign up asap all right so We'll see. This this may take on. Um, so uh, this week, Fat Joe uh, said something really interesting. I think it, it can be instructive to a lot of yeah, artists, creatives, yeah. everything. So let's take a listen. If your man says he's raps and he don't have a deal, there's a problem with that. So if your man says he raps and he doesn't have a deal, meaning not a dollar coming in, not a show, not nothing going on there. There's a problem with that. Mm. It's called plan A, get a job. Plan B, hope you make it. This has never changed. Some guys be like, yo, I got to get a regular job. Bro, you got to. Yup, you got to go get that gig. UPS right, so. is hiring. The profit <clears throat> big, you did say that. So go get a job. What do you What do you think about that? Um... <clears throat> Um, I agree with him. I think you can do, unless you're out there doing a legal activity, you got to get a job to fund this because it costs money to do this. It costs money to fund everything. So I don't see the problem with him. Um, I think people have a problem with it because they're living off somebody and that person is like, he's hearing that in the streets like, yo, man, I'm rap, blah, 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 or somebody that he knows probably is going through this with a, um, the the wife or the girlfriend is doing all the stuff and he at home chasing a dream and it's just funny and I, <clears throat> but I think for us for our 
for our group of people of our race. I feel like sometimes we we don't see no other way out but entertainment. Yeah. So yeah. I think rapping, playing basketball is like, you know, that's the way. You know what I mean? And I think I was telling me and Maya was talking about this. I was like, I feel like I feel like years ago, and I'm, I'm old man conversation. I feel like years ago when we were coming up, if you said you rap, you had to be good. Yeah. And if you weren't good, not saying everybody who put out a record back in the day were good. I'm saying if you weren't good. People called you on, you're like, yo, you're not good, bro. You may want to try and do X, Y, Z. I think when we got into like the mid-2000s and somebody came out, I ain't going to mention the person, came out and people were like, he did that? He could do that? I can do that too. And I think that was the chain of events that was like, if he can do it, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. I think it was the internet. It was the iPhone. It was it was ease of access. But I think I think you still need a model, and it was a model. Somebody was the model. Boy. Somebody was the model. <laughs> Somebody was first. Okay. Love being first. Yeah, doing stuff. Yeah, I, I think people saw that person. I ain't saying no names, mm-hmm. and was like, if he can do that, if he can make that beat. Come up with that. Come up with that, and making being successful. Yeah, I could do that too. And it, it, it was a ripple effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because we know so. I mean, like people like Vic. Yeah, <laughs> he took that same route too, and it worked. It worked. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think this is larger than just. I think this is larger than just hip hop, right? This is everybody who wants to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's true. That um, that's true too. That they feel like you have to go all in and you have to stay all in and if you give up then you're giving up on your dream yeah that's what i relate to is 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 um that feeling of i i got to even if it's not working if you if you quit if you turn back you're going to fail right yeah um and i think that's what a lot of people are dealing with whether you're an artist or or anything now the way we have chosen to do this yeah. and there's people have done it totally different ways the way we have chosen to do this is we decided we were going to work and use what we make to fund track stars yeah. for the most part. I, I was full-time for a little bit. Ryan's been full-time a couple times, and he's full-time right now. Yeah. But in in general, we have sustained us by working and, and you know people people in our community, people in my family, all of us chipping in and donating to help this thing yeah. carry on. And it takes a job to do that. Yeah. But as you know, I get married and I have family – even using your family money to chip in starts to be like you can't do that right so you you have to you have to figure out how can i sustain my bills get my bills paid and then and then you also have to figure out how to keep this thing's bills paid as well it gets really yeah but i think the interesting thing now is it's so many ways to make money you know what I'm saying? Like like when people talk about Uber or they talk about Uber Eats or they talk about different things where you make your own schedule, but you still create money where you still can do that. Because I think, I think people think of a traditional nine to five to make money. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that sometimes will hinder you because you'd be like, man, I got to go in this building. I got to do this. I got to do all this stuff. I, I feel drained at the end of the day. Sometimes I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Whereas if you get, and I know somebody who's telling me this recently, like if you get, uh, you got a car and you want to do Uber Eats or you want to do Uber or you want to do some type of like packaging or whatever and they make good money but you create your own schedule there's only there's only thing I, I got to say is just this my, from my perspective as a man especially if you have a family and kids it's your responsibility to make sure they're good yeah that's so you may have a dream and you may have this vision 
um, could be God, God-given and everything, you first have to make sure that they're good. Yeah. Right. So sometimes that means like I've sacrificed for years and years because, you know, I, you know, we've been yeah, working on this for yeah, a long time. Yeah. I've been wanting to go full time, full time. Yeah. But it takes you st- sitting back and saying, I have to make sure my family is good yeah. no matter what. Yeah, that's real. And from my excess, I can give to ministry. Yeah. If you start putting ministry first over your family, it's going <coughs> to cause problems with your family. Yeah. It's going to cause problem with your ministry. Yeah. It's going to hurt everything. So that's just that's just really hard. I know we're not specifically talking about ministry, but even in your your entrepreneurial efforts, you have to make sure that you're not your family is not part of the sacrifice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you got to make sure that's that's a responsibility you have to take care of first. Now there are times where the family as a whole says we're going for it. You yeah. Know? And, yeah, and, and you you give time to it. Yeah. But you got to figure out how to make sure you're not. Putting them at risk too much to chase a dream. Well, well, I think the thing is a dream. I think certain people, some stuff is a pipe dream, and then some stuff is a a legit like we can do this. You know what I'm saying? And you can you have a business that you're doing. Like I, to me, sometimes I think if somebody's running a business and they're trying to do it full time, not even something like this, but something like if you got. Your own, you know, your your own cake business or food business or whatever business you have, and you're going full time, but it's slow. You know, it's it's going to take time. You got to know that certain businesses take time for you to yeah. make a profit. Even if you're going full time, you're gonna it's going to take some time to make a profit. Yeah. So I think those are a little bit different than a rapper, because to me, as somebody that was borderline that, I was like, you still, if like like I said, unless you are doing street activity. Unless you're doing something illegal to make money on the side, I don't see no other way you can fund going to a studio, paying and doing. Even if you're doing it yourself on your laptop, you you still got to get stuff. You still yeah. gotta pay for you know monthly whatever whoever you decide to go with for your distribution. Shout out to Nectar, you know what I'm saying? We got one of the best Nectar distributions in town. You know what I mean? So um, you got those opportunities out there, but you still got to pay for those. Some stuff you still have to pay for you if you want to put your video on places or whatever. To be an artist full time, if you don't have money, I know it's more easier now to be an artist because of the internet, and you can like you can put your video on YouTube and all like that. But that's that's some stuff is stressful when you put your all into something and you only get in twenty views, thirty views, and yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, until you pop off, and then you who's to say you're gonna pop? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So. If if you want to know how to try to balance, because again, we've had full time jobs and yep. done this for seventeen years, right? So it's possible to still work on your passion while you're um, taking care of your family. Yeah, but it is challenging, and it may take you a little bit longer how, than you expect. What would you tell somebody if the man is like, "Yo, I like y'all, y'all cool and all, but I gotta get my my music out, man." Well, we know someone <laughs> that literally sacrificed his whole family sure to pursue a career, and it did like, not. It did not, as far as I know, did not work out. So it was like my uh, my music was first before she came. I was like, dang, yeah. No. But is it considered a hobby or is it considered a career? You know. Well, he was taking it super serious. Yeah, he was taking it super serious, but he literally lost his family for it. Nice. And and we know some other people who've done that too. So yeah. it's definitely not. No, God is not going to call you to do something where it's going to leave your family right. ruined. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's real. That you 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 may yeah. be putting your own desire above yeah. Him if you do that. What I'm praying happens for us is that we've been able to sustain this thing 
over the years yeah. while taking care of our families. What we're praying for is that we'll have a breakthrough moment yeah. where, you know, God will take care of us to the point and, and faithful with the small things that he'll take care of us and push us past where it's obvious that we need, need to, to go, go. full time. That's another thing, too. I yeah. think people don't get that even in our space sometimes is like the obvious to go full time. The need is there. Like I, I always go back to Miles Minnick. I use him as an example. I remember when he first came here to our show um, a couple years ago and he was talking about how he lost his job. But at the same time, God was providing for him that he had shows back to back to back to back. And I've never heard of Miles Minnick prior to that. Yeah. I was like, I don't know who he is, but he had the West Coast like shows booked like for like months. And I think sometimes when God will show you like, okay, it's time to go full time. When when I would say when the demand is there, when when stuff is starting to open up that you was getting denied for years yeah, and yeah. stuff was slow, whatever, but now it's like if you're a speaker, you're getting speaking engagement constantly, constantly, and it's conflicting with your work schedule. So a point where you like, Well, I can't do so, both of these. So yeah, so that that's a new phase. Then it does take some bravery to say, I'm walking away from my job yeah. and doing this. Yeah. And that then it does take some sacrifice and yeah. it does take some family buy in yeah. to say, Now's the time we're doing this. Yep. You know what I mean? So there's a different phase. Yeah. If you're not in that phase, don't do that. Yeah. If you are in that phase, it takes prayer <laughs> yeah, and, and cooperation. To do it sure it. does. But then there's one other thing I wanted to point out about Fat Joe. There is this culture, especially in hip hop, of making fun of people and telling them to quit rapping. And I know some of it is yeah. good natured. Yeah. It's hey, this is not gonna work out for you. Yeah. Try something not else. that good. Yeah. Go do something else. Yeah. But some of it kind of feels like you're kind of bragging about your own career, right? <laughs> some of it kind of feels like I could do this, I'm good. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's almost defeating in a way. It's like, I, I don't think that way. Whenever I come across an artist. Should we though? Maybe, but that's not. I'm no, not well, do I mean, we're not. But I'm just saying, like, I've had ideas for like, <laughs> I had ideas for like a segment called um, You Fire or UPS is Hiring. Like, <laughs> you don't want to be mean, but at okay, the same but time. I, I get that. But yeah. I think some of the spirit it's set in. Is pride? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's said in a, like a "I'm good, you're not good." Let me just let me just tell you that you're not good. Yeah, that okay. I get it. I get why you're saying yeah. it, but it is true that there's some people who think they're going to make it in rap. They're not going to make it in rap. Yeah, it'll be better for you to stop now and save yourself some money. But again, nobody's going to willingly just figure that. They need to kind of experience it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, nobody, nobody's going to be like, you know what? You know what's the right. I'm telling you, I've seen so much stuff being a DJ. I've seen when people think they hot and they're on stage and a full crowd was there. And then when they got on stage, the full crowd left. I've yeah. seen that before. Yeah. I've seen... Um, People like like selling their CDs at places that you be like, oh, bro, you selling your CD? Yeah, like, oh. But here's the deal. I, I'm going to try and break this down as simple as possible. Whether you're good or not. Yeah. What it actually takes to make it in the music industry is who do you know? Yeah. How much power do they have? Yeah. And do they like you? Yeah. Wow. If they think you're good or they see dollar signs attached to you or yeah. they see energy building around you. Then you have a chance to make it in the music industry. What? It doesn't matter if you're actually good or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So this idea that, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm going to get a deal, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. If the right person doesn't see you and thinks in their own brain that yeah. you're good, it doesn't but, matter if you're good or not. I was thinking about this yesterday. I think people, I think we had this conversation too about sacrifice. And I think when people 
hear that word, they automatically think the devil. And I think I think in the entertainment industry, I've seen what people, certain people have said, you know, I miss Christmas. I miss this. I miss my daughter's birth. I miss, you know, time with my kids. I miss my wife. I, I've, I've done years where my wife was the only person at my house. Da, 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 da. Certain sacrifices that they did to build their career. And I think some people got to ask themselves before you get into this all the way. Like you may just be making records and you trying stuff. But when you get all the way in, do you want to go all the way into this industry when you know you're going to have to make certain sacrifices that will affect your family and affect you and your relationship with your wife, your kids, your husband, you know, people in your family and stuff yeah. of that nature where you're like, you look back five years from now, you may be the next guy that's about to pop in hip hop. You know what I mean? But you look back and you're like, man, I miss a lot of stuff that I regret now. You but know what even mean? before you get to all that, yeah. the point is, is that if you're a rapper and you think you're going to make it big, there are just some business facts yeah, yeah, that will tell yeah, you if you will yeah. or not. Even in this space. Do you know somebody or not? Yeah. yeah. That's the, the yeah. bottom line. You could be as good as you want to be. If nobody knows you, it's not going to work. If, how big is your market? How big is the market for your music? Yeah. There's a lot of people who make dope, 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 boom bat, boom bat music. Yeah. If boom bat is like a $10,000 industry, yeah. $100,000 maybe yeah. How much a percentage Of that industry Could you possibly yeah. get Versus yeah. if you're trying to Hit a billion dollar industry 5% of a billion You could make a living Off of that yeah. 5% off of a $100,000 industry <laughs> You're gonna be struggling yeah. So there's just some Logistics yeah. involved here That you could be You can make the dopest Boom bap in the world But if boom bap is not hot It's not going nowhere But here's a question And here's another question Do you think Do you think people Like I don't know The percentages of how much Annually Christian hip hop makes so like if 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 annually let's say Christian hip hop just hits five hundred thousand, based yeah. off what you just yeah. said, that's a struggle. You're gonna you're gonna struggle. struggle. And yeah. the thing is, is that this space that we're in right now is being cultivated, meaning yeah. the ground is being chiseled away. It's not laid yet. Yeah. There's not some easy path for you to just say, I'm gonna do Christian hip hop. I'm gonna get big. I'm gonna get on track stars. I'm gonna get on Rapzilla. I'm gonna get on the crew, and then I'm going to be able to do this full time. Yeah. That does not exist. Yeah. We're working on that. We're literally in the field chiseling <laughs> that path for you. Yeah. It's not ready yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's we're the people work working on this right now are trying to grow it into that. Yeah. It's not ready yet. So you don't. So you don't think we have any successful there, careers there, out of this? There, of course. Yeah. But those are rare. Yeah. Th th yeah. You know how many artists we know? Yeah. It's super rare. Yeah. So the point is, is that the people working in the space have to have a long view of this. Yeah. Over time, with a lot of work, a lot of people putting in effort, a lot of hours, we can get to the place where artists can come in the space. We figure out the good ones, and then they go. Yeah. But it's not there yet. So if you're coming in, it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be hard. People are trying to figure out ways how to make this thing successful. Yeah. It's not already successful yeah. and you just jump in. Yeah. So you have to have a longer plan. So because of that, that's why jobs are needed. That's why other things are yeah. needed. Hopefully, we're praying for the day when it's going to be obvious. Yeah. But again, that comes with more problems. Yeah. If it is so easy, then now we got to figure out, are people just doing this because they want to get famous? Yeah. Are they really Christian? So yeah. it, it causes all kinds of... We're dealing with that now. Yeah. So this is hard, guys. So like, if especially as a Christian in this world, it's not a piece of cake just going full-time and yeah. doing... There's people that you think are full-time that are not full-time. Yeah. There's people got running big yeah, organizations sure. that you think are full-time that are not full-time. Yeah. So... 
don't think this is all nice and easy. This yeah. is hard. This yeah. is really hard. So keep praying. Pray for the people that are there working on it. Yeah. Because they need your grace because they've been doing Again, we've been doing this for 17 years now plus. Yeah. They need your grace because it's very difficult. But pray for the people who are starting to see the dollar signs and see it as a path to get to fame that aren't really about yeah. this. Like there's all kinds of things that are going on. Anyway, That's crazy. let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Now, I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully, you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing. Until next time, next time, next time. 